0: Hello, welcome to Psychology Concepts Explained. This is my humble little podcast. This is Dr. Jack Chuang. I'm a psychology professor. I've been teaching for over 20 years, and for the last 15 years or so, mostly online. And now, pretty much all my classes are online. And uh, my degree is in counseling psychology. Anyway, thank you for joining me if this is your first time. And for those returning, I appreciate that you've uh, come back. And at the end of this podcast, I will answer a couple of listener comments that were sent to me. So uh, hold on for that later on. Okay, I have to admit, this is not the best day uh, for me and my family. We learned and you've seen the headlines. And, and what's interesting, I think, about world events is that physical distance often equates with psychological distance right we care more about things that are more immediate to us and so you may have seen the headline that in the country of Myanmar formerly known as Burma there was a military coup and according to the best information that we have right now I don't want to go into a lot of those kinds of nitty-gritty political details, but basically the military has taken over, declared martial law. And even though it is a was a developing democracy, I suppose their development process has its limits. And for whatever reason, the military decided to regain power so this is nothing new to the Myanmar people and my wife is from Myanmar her family's from there so there's lots of family still there we were there a couple years ago for about four months in a rural area of central uh, Myanmar where we taught English conversation type classes and learned a lot about Buddhism staying with uh, at a university there that was basically a monastery university so we have quite a few friends newly made friends from that time and earlier today our time we were actually having a video chat now what we learned from our friend there our young friend who's still in his 20s and uh, it's a uh, pretty distressing to say the least when you don't know you kind of know but you're dreading what is happening and it's not something that other countries outside forces can just fix with diplomatic pressure Uh, the military has done this kind of thing before so uh, years back and they don't really care what happens what other people think outside the country and so this is not about the people the people are definitely against this and the coup the rationale for this military coup was that the election that was held in November of 2020 was fraudulent because the uh, democratically based political parties gained many seats and had an overwhelming victory now again If you don't know much about Myanmar politics, it's kind of complicated. They have a president and two vice presidents, and I'm learning a lot of this as I go along as well. So that's not the point of this conversation. The point of today's podcast really is how to be supportive as a friend when the situation seems very desperate and helpless. Okay? Essentially, as an observer and as a friend, there's nothing we can do, literally nothing, right? Tangible. Um, It's not about sending money to help somebody out, can't do that. It's not about donating to the Red Cross in a natural disaster. It's not about volunteering your time, right? Uh, It's not about going somewhere to donate your blood, there's nothing tangible, action-wise, that we can take, nor our friend and friends. They have an 8 p.m. curfew. There are military checkpoints. It's These are scary times. And uh, as an author- authoritarian regime, right? those of us living in America and other democracies, we take our freedoms much for granted. I don't want to go on a soapbox here, but... We really do. If we complain about censorship, complain about these kinds of things, oh, someone's encroaching on my freedoms, you really don't know unless you've been to a place like Myanmar where literally they shut off your power, your internet, your ability to communicate, shut down airports, you can't leave the country they impose curfews there are military personnel in the streets checkpoints they shut down apps they sh- you know um, so it's 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 dire right so we complain about our first world problems here not really realizing how good we have it and Myanmar is a poor country. If you only visit the capital you'll see that there's plenty of money. And technology, but then half the country doesn't even have power. We visited villages of the monks that we stayed with, where they barely had any power. Or they're lucky to have a small solar panel that can light up some lights at night. Okay? So if anybody out there living in the United States complaining about, oh, I got kicked off Twitter, you know, get over it. Okay? Um, That that is not... That is not comparable, okay? So it's quite upsetting. And we're on this video call and it's much more real, of course, when you see someone's face and, and what can you do? So what is it that we've learned from psychology in my background, in my training that could be helpful? I mean, in that situation, I don't think to myself, oh, I need to be a counselor. No, I I don't do that with friends. Uh, I'm not even a licensed professional counselor, so I, I rarely think in those terms. Unless I'm in a professional advising kind of, you know, consultation type of environment. So, in general, if we're with someone on the phone or in person, by video chat and whatnot, even texting, and you know this person is really distraught, you know, and you yourself are distraught, you know, we're sympathetic and empathetic people, what can we do? I think our normal instinct is to try to fix something, right? to take action to make things better but now what, what can you do when you really cannot make things better okay um, obviously so many things are out of our control and out of their control well here are some things that from my training that maybe popped into my head while I was talking to them this morning while we were talking to him this morning, was we have to realize that the goal is not to fix anything. The goal is not to alleviate the person's suffering right away, but just to be present. Just to be present so your friend can be heard And that's really hard to do. There's no advice to give. Right? Can't tell someone just to turn on the TV and take your mind off things. Play a video game, right? It's not about giving advice. It's just about being present. And being okay with silence, too. I know a lot of times we feel very awkward when things are too quiet whether it's in a meeting or at home or maybe we were with your partner and it's a little too quiet and it feels unnerving you know in our counseling psychology training we actually work on that we work on we don't really call it the silent treatment (laughs) but there is a technique in counseling where you don't bail out your client that you're talking to you just stay in the moment stay quiet and your client will eventually be the first one to speak now again I'm not not trying to be the counselor to my friend but but that was something that came to mind when we were talking to him is just you know I don't have to really say anything we can just be present for each other And know that we're available, that he can call us anytime to talk, right? And uh, what else can you do, right? Hello, friends. Let me take a moment to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring our podcast. Let me talk to you a little bit about searching for happiness or trying to achieve goals and oftentimes life and circumstances and other reasons get in the way so better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist you can start communicating with your therapist within 48 hours and it's not a crisis hotline okay and it's not self-help it's actual professional counseling but is done securely online, you have access to BetterHelp's network of over 20,000 counselors with a wide variety of expertise and training. And this is also about accessibility. If you don't have a counselor in your area to see in person, then this could be a great solution for you. So this service is available for clients worldwide. And you can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. So again, accessibility. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as in traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, and they make it easy and free if you want to change counselors if necessary. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit BetterHelp.com, that's BetterHelp.com, slash Psych Explained, and join the over 1 million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of experienced Mental Health Professionals. And there's a special offer for my Psychology Concepts Explained listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash explained You can see the link in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of Psychology Concepts Explained. So... I'm not even in a position here, I feel like, to give advice to anyone in this situation. It's just that based on my clinical training experience and also personal experience, sometimes not taking any physical action or in the mindset of trying to save someone, trying to fix something, serves the other person better sometimes someone else in pain just needs someone to be in their company and you don't have to understand exactly what they're going through what if you have an acquaintance that you met in a class who's from myanmar and you know they're suffering you know and you kind of know them casually you don't need to be an expert on myanmar politics An expert on military coups, to be a supportive friend. In fact, uh, during my clinical training years, my life, my personal life experience was so different than my clients. So I I approach it with the mindset that I absolutely do not understand. In fact, the phrase "I understand" is something of a no-no in counseling because we have not walked through their shoes, walked their path. So it's very dangerous to say to a client, oh, I understand, right? That's um, a bit condescending and inappropriate actually in a clinical setting. But I think even with our friends, we don't truly understand. And the goal is not to understand everything but just to be supportive in whatever they're going through. And it's a learning process for us. Okay, so I guess part of the purpose of doing today's podcast was for me to use this as an outlet, like writing a journal, but instead I'm being verbal. But I'm also going to write in my journal later about this whole situation. Um, we understand the sensitivity of the country of Myanmar. We, you know, my wife being Myanmar-American and having lived in Thailand right, and visiting the country often and right now having friends and family that live there, uh, we know how tenuous the situation is. Don't be surprised if some very awful things are going to come out of this. uh, I hope not. But I wouldn't be surprised. They're capable of anything. Okay. So let me wrap up by responding to a couple of listener comments. I have a link in the description to leave anonymous comments. And I want to respond to them. I want to thank them for taking the time to do that. And also I thank everyone who's taking the time out in their busy lives. I know your time is valuable who find value in what i'm doing here with my modest little podcast so thank you all right so i had a couple suggestions the first one was a topic suggestion um you know how on social media they have a lot of these for fun quote-unquote personality tests you know what kind of star trek character are you whatever you know And you may have taken a personality test, maybe in your workplace through human resources or through some sort of training exercise. And the question was, um, maybe I can do an episode to discuss that, and explain how these personality tests work or why we think they work or why they might be inaccurate or baseless and uh, the science behind them, okay? So that's a great suggestion. I'm definitely put that on my to-do list and listen for that soon. And that was from a listener in India. I think that's the coolest thing about doing this podcast, by the way, is having listeners from different parts of the U.S. And then, and you know less than 50% of my listeners are based in the U.S., uh, which is kind of amazing. Getting messages from people in Australia. And this is from a listener in London and talking about the most recent podcast before this one entitled as this normal and he or she said that that they felt like i missed a good opportunity to talk about the misconceptions of what normal should be and i think a lot of this has to do with maybe social media influence um and young people feeling the social pressure to fit a certain standard i think that's where they're going with this in terms of what normal is And I think that's a really great point, and and I do want to discuss that some more. Um, And I think this falls under the category and concept of social norms and how powerful they are, and especially for adolescents and younger people who do the endless scrolling on social media, especially places like Instagram where it's more image-based, and we see people who live a certain lifestyle have a certain look and assume that that's the norm pre-internet days the social pressure especially for females was to be thin and to look a certain way and this was through beauty magazines so now we've evolved from having social pressure through ads of all forms print usually and through television and now um these devices on our on our phones um well the devi- you know you know what i mean devices in our hands i mean and what happens when young people are using and have unlimited internet access and no supervision right do you know what uh, your kids are viewing and i think depending on the parents some parents may take a very hands-off approach just assume that their kids make good decisions oh not my kid they wouldn't be doing anything nefarious or they have good judgment and then other parents who might be highly controlling and much more strict about their screen time as we call it so i think that's a great subject and i do have some resources that I can add in a future podcast and this was from a listener in London. So thank you too for your recent comments. And again, you can reach me via two to three methods that are listed in the description. I really appreciate it. And if you feel like my podcast has some value, please share. And also go to the Apple Podcasts. I think that's where the main source where people can see ratings and reviews. I'm not sure where else you would find them for podcasts it's just sort of a strange medium. And now I'm discovering like everybody and their uncle has a podcast. So I guess I have good company. So the fact that out of the thousands and thousands of podcasts out there, even related to the field of psychology, and you've chosen me to listen to, and you find it interesting, I am very grateful and humbled by that. Okay, so yes, it's, it's been a difficult day. And we're trying to cope the best we can. And and I definitely want to give the message out there that um, don't assume that us academics and professionals, and people with these lofty graduate degrees are somehow better off or better equipped or superhuman that we don't suffer like others do. You know, we have our own ups and downs. And we have our own failings and, and struggles for sure. Okay, so yes, it's nice to look up to people who have certain accomplishments, but don't uh, don't put people on a pedestal it's we're all human and experience the same emotions and difficulties in life it doesn't matter what's in your checkbook it doesn't matter how many degrees uh, letters you have after your name okay that really doesn't mean much Um, I do want to talk a little bit more about social status in a different um, different podcast I think my wife and I, several years ago, we sort of joked with our friends that we've retired from the status race, right? And I'll talk to you more about what that meant for us in terms of uh, our lifestyle, and and I'll combine that with the concept of minimalism and uh, and what that means and why it's, so, it's such a trend these days to, for people to live in a tiny house and live out of a van and all that kind of stuff. And... and uh, I'm not even going to use the phrase live like a monk because I've seen monks up close and they are very minimalist, but they use more technology than a lot of people assume they do. (laughs) Anyway, a few of them might be listening to my podcast. All right, folks, I think that's enough time for me today. I will, again, my attempt is to record about two of these podcasts per week, unless something else comes up and I'll add some more, but I hope you are all doing well in these difficult times and uh, maybe a couple of these uh, subjects or topics or tips can you might find helpful when it comes to being a supportive friend who is in a very desperate and difficult situation. Now. Uh, You know, I'm not talking about when someone is suicidal and all those kinds of things, okay? There are definitely action steps you need to take if you're on the phone or with someone who is on the brink of self-destruction or homicide. So you definitely want to call uh, 911 or whatever your emergency numbers are appropriate in your area. So that's that's all this, this, sorry, that's a whole different discussion for another time, okay? So I'm merely talking about someone who's in psychological distress or in a very difficult situation like the one I described and how we can be supportive of them without really trying to fix anything okay all right folks I'll talk to you soon Hey there, thanks for listening to this podcast today. Can you do me a big favor, um, just so that this podcast gets heard by more students of psychology and other people interested in the field, uh, go to Apple Podcasts and put a little rating there if you like, and uh, a brief uh, review, okay? And you can also contact me directly using the links in the description, whether it's Twitter or email, with any suggestions or feedback that you may have to make the show better. And uh, if there are any topics you want me to talk about, I can add them. And if you want to support me by buying me a coffee, the methods are listed in the description as well. Again, thanks and have a great day.